Hi, Amy. Hey, Jack. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm looking forward to this, as always. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't need a fun fact. I don't need a quote. I don't need a joke to introduce this episode because we're talking about global tech and globetrotting through this together (laughs) is just too low-hanging fruit to ignore. So shall we get into it? Yes, let's get into it. Let's jump on our steeds and explore the diverse accounting tools around the world. Let's go further afoot than what we normally do. Normally we just talk about the Aussie stuff and then the NZ stuff. So let's let's talk about the global stuff today. Because, <laughs> you know, I think, you know what, as much as we are spoiled here in terms of the tech we have available to us, there is there is so much innovation overseas. Like there's heaps over there. And you know what, I will preface this by saying we are phenomenally spoiled here. We really are truly spoiled in the AUNZ market for all of the apps. So I think it is, it's, it's nice to actually get a little bit of perspective around what is actually going on over overseas as well, just to see what other apps there are in the market. And sometimes remember how spoilt we are. And, and I think reason. another we'll point is that, you know, we have been leaders in the market for, yeah. for a while, mm-hmm. you know, thanks to Zero, it kind of dragged the rest of the ecosystem along with it. But the rest of the world in accounting tech is absolutely catching up, caught up in mm. some areas ahead of us. So I think, I think it's important to keep an eye on the global tech landscape. What are the apps out there that are doing well in the UK, in North America? You know, are these the apps that might potentially be coming down under at some point and disrupting, you know, what we're used to? So keeping an eye on that. But I also thought, I think kind of as part of wrapping up the season and talking global tech and what's around the corner, let's highlight a few of the other little upcoming apps that that are out there. Maybe they are AU, UK, NZ based, but let's, let's, Let's chat about them too. They deserve a spot. So yeah, might be a little so bit of a rapid fire overview of apps. Yeah, cool. Um, disclaimers. I think we have a few disclaimers about what we need to remember about global tech. So um, I think the first one is like most global tech in the accounting space isn't going to work locally. So obviously like from a tax perspective, like there are tax jurisdictions, you know, globally. Um, the ecosystem, it's, it, you know, it can be different as well. So that's definitely one uh, to remember. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know we'll probably butcher the description <laughs> of these tools to some degree. Um, you know, we've well, you know we've spent a bit of time looking into them, and um, some we're more familiar with others. Uh, so you know, if if they are listening, if the founders or members yeah. of these startups are listening to us describe their apps, you know, apologies. We're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right. We've tried to wrap our head around them as quick as we could. So look, I'm yeah. happy to kick off. I've I've got one um, international startup, UK based startup uh, that is called RQ mm-hmm. or RQ Ratings. I think yep. the ratings has fallen off, but that's still in the domain. So RQ Ratings, it's a client relationships and referrals kind of platform. We're basically trying to solve that problem where accountants are trying to manage and collaborate with other professionals, financial planners, lawyers, things like that. Um, you know, giving them a, a platform to manage those connections, those relationships, and see what 
those other parties are actually doing with their clients. So I think there's other elements to it as well, but interesting, interesting problem to solve. Uh, you know, I think there's a use case there for certain firms. You know, if you've got a super tight internal network of uh, connections and friends that you use, mm. perhaps this is a place that just provides you a platform to make it a little bit more, a little easier to work together. Yep. And then, of course, if you don't have that network, I think it actually helps you to find the right kinds of people as well. So if you're looking for a financial planner that knows X, Y, and Z, I think there's there's capability in there that allows you to do that too. That's so, pretty cool. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be good from an end user perspective, definitely. I think that's a great option. Yeah. Pretty cool. So you tool. got one? Um, Mayday, 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 UK. Tell me about Mayday. I want to, because uh, you know a bit more about Mayday than what I do, I think. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them at a couple of Xericons here as well. So mm-hmm. they are UK-based, but they they have a, I suppose they've started to grow in Australia and New Zealand, uh, I believe, maybe even Asia too a little bit. Um, so they are looking at the month-end accounting process. So I think this is this is definitely relevant to accounting firms, probably, mm-hmm. let's say, 25% relevant to accounting firms, 75% relevant to in-house finance teams. Yeah, okay. So, because they're looking at zero organizations only, so groups that contain multiple zeros and saying, look, there's a lot of intercompany transactions, there's a lot of recharges going on, uh, and there's some complexities around if you've got a bank feed that has transactions going through it, but some of those transactions relate to other entities in your group, how do you you reconcile those transactions in a nice, easy way? So, there's a few uh, products, I think there's three products, intercompany Mm. stuff, recharge stuff, and the business reconciliation as a group. So they are well and truly underway. They're growing relatively quickly. Um, and they actually have a public product roadmap vision kind of thing on their website too if you want to check out kind of where they're going. Because at the moment, it's multi-entity only. Yep. But they do have single entity stuff in in the works. So soon it will be probably more relevant to accounting firms too. So I've got a bit of a question around that one then. So how is that different to, say, the likes of AccountKit in terms of their, you know, inter-entity loans and things like that? Like how does that differ, I guess? Well, my understanding is that AccountKit has a, a lot of other functions um, and they're, they're moving a little bit more into of workflow. Of course they do. So I think there's, I think there's the, the general concept. The compliance concept. features of AccountKit then. Yeah, so the compliance features of account kit versus this, I think there's the the intercompany stuff is the intercompany balances are yep. probably I haven't compared each feature in every second, but I think they're quite similar products. I don't think account kit does recharges no, like Mayday right. does. So yep. I mean, it, it's it's that it's that classic example of Mayday is specifically going after the month-end process and saying yep. we're going to be entirely focused on this. So they'll be a little bit more nuanced and detailed and they'll have specific features that add value to that process. AccountKit has that as a feature within a toolkit of other things. They're not trying to solve the month-end process though. So it's, I think that, I think you're right to call that out. There's a crossover there. The intercompany feature in Mayday is free. So yep. it's, it's for them, that's kind of the baseline. You need that yeah, anyway. Okay, yeah, cool. So Anyway, I think I think there's room for you could have account kit as your workflow and and CRME kind of app and whether or not you use their intercompany balances doesn't matter too much. You could use theirs or you could use Mayday. So yeah, cool. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Yeah, it's it's nice though that again there's just there's now choice. There's more choice because I know that you know uh, account kit in that specific 
a feature of their app has been like the leader for, for ages. Like it's like go to them, go to AccountKit for that particular feature. But equally AccountKit has so many other features as well. So, you know, it's good that there's, you know, there's choice out there with Mayday. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and as I said, it's at the moment, I think a little bit more internal finance teams. So they're not going to use AccountKit. They're obviously not an accounting firm. They don't need account kit. So it's, yeah. I think there's some crossover market a little bit with a little bit of feature crossover, but you know, generally enough difference. So yeah, cool. what, what else do we have? Um, I know there's another player in the multi-entity space, mm. Translucent. Yeah. So I, I mean, um, yeah, tell us your thoughts. I caught up with Michael Wood when I was in the UK earlier this year, actually. Um, Michael and I have known each other for years and years and years. We did a road show way back, one of the very first road shows that Zero ever had. God, it was close to nearly 15 years ago. Anyway, uh, we were thinking about that when we caught up. Uh, Michael Wood is one of the uh, – he's the original founder of Receipt Bank um, and, you know, huge ambitious effort from Receipt Bank, you know, you know where now he's now moved into the world of translucent. Um, again, solving some of the features of multi-entity. So I guess you can probably talk a little bit more around the multi-entity thing, but from what I understand, it grabs like for, for rather large businesses, it does grab, you know, financials from lots of different places and basically packages them up into one. So that was my baseline description. If you want to no, expand I, on no, that, I Jack. Think that, I think that's <laughs> right. My understanding of it is, um, so you've got a group with lots of different accounting softwares, not yep. just a big Not, group. So yeah. Mayday's focused on they're, – they're, they're different as well, so it's important to understand these aren't going after the same things, but yep. they're both in the multi-entity space. So I think people think they are competing, but I think they are different. Um, Translucent is looking at, okay, you've got zero here, QuickBooks there, yep. something else here, Google Sheets there. You know, How do I bring all that together? And it provides almost like a layer over the top of all of those uh, well, well, I mean, that's the intention of it. It's still yes. early days. So I think to say that it's doing that today is it's not yet, but it's a big ambitious project. Uh, they've raised a lot of money. There's a lot of mm. challenges there. So it's one to keep, I think one to keep your eye on if that's irrelevant, if you've got clients that have that, that challenge, because it's, as I understand it, it's almost like your alternative would be to move to a massive ERP, like a NetSuite or something like that to try and get all of your entities on the same system. But it's just such a huge project for those groups that they want to delay that as much as possible. And this is this is for a certain type of multi-entity group providing, trying to provide that layer to say, hey, maybe for another few years or maybe indefinitely, I'm not sure what their goals are long-term, maybe indefinitely you don't need to use a NetSuite. So it's grabbing mm. that real top end of the, the zero market. Um, yeah, so that's how I yeah, understand cool. it. Uh, are they out of beta yet? I can't remember, actually. Um, they were. Well, what they're doing is they're building these apps. They're building like a, they've built the search app, which I understand mm-hmm. is out of beta. I could yep. be wrong, yep. but I think that's out of beta. So that's just, that's one component of what they're building. They're building um, some reporting stuff. I think that's definitely still in beta. Um, and then I think in future they've got some other, they're calling them apps, you know, apps planned to basically sit yeah, on cool. top of this layer of data that they're creating by bringing yeah. up all of it. So, yeah, there's, there's, I think it's a very, very challenging thing to do, Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, Michael's behind it. He's raised a lot of money to do it, um, and it'll be one I want to keep an eye on to see, yeah, see where it goes. Yeah, looking at, I mean, looking at where Receipt Bank was and now that it's called Dext, obviously, and, you know, what that's been able to achieve, yeah, definitely keep our eye on that one. Um, a little closer to 
Australia, um, mm-hmm. FirmCheck or ConnectWorks, uh, NZ, AML technology. Talk to me about that one. Yeah, so, I mean, this is this is a startup we did a little bit of work with as part of Early Adopters Hub, so I know them relatively well. So they they have a product called ConnectWorks in New Zealand, which is a AML and a little bit broader than just AML. It kind of handles What's AML? the workflow. What's AML? Oh, What's anti-money AML? laundering. Sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> worth clarifying that. Because I don't, I don't know, is it? Not a thing here. Like I don't, I, I don't think it's a massive thing here. Yet. Yeah, I yeah. believe, I believe that uh, it's just not. It's the same as the ID checks. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, like you know, know your client checks, right? So over in the UK, over in NZ, it's huge. Whereas here, I mean, you should be doing it. It is definite. You need to be doing it, but yeah. it's still the. I guess the compliance around it is still a little bit loose. Yeah, yeah, and the UK is very heavy on it too Very so there's a yep. number of players over there and ConnectWorks did some research with us into the uk market and realized that they needed a, to bring a slightly different product to the uk and, yeah, okay. and so they kind of rebranded and simplified it and focused really heavily just on the aml component that was going to be valuable in the uk and that's kind of why they launched their uk product as firm check and from reports it's going well over there so, I mean, I think I think whether it's firm check or more broadly just AML, I think it's a watcher space in Australia too. Mm, it, I agree. If if the New Zealand legislation is is making a requirement, the UK is making a requirement, I think it's going to get tighter and tighter and tighter and stricter and stricter and stricter around this. And there's some real complexities in this. Like I, I remember sitting in these calls and, you know, you've got, as a firm, if you've got a business that you work with and they have a, they're a subsidiary of a group, and in that group there's a director who's from a, you know, a, you know, country X or Y yep. or whatever, and there's a, that's a risk. You've got to know, like this, so it makes life hard for accounting yeah. firms. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's it does. why the tools you need good tools to make it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, solo GPT. Yeah, what this is, is one this? that I. I just saw the other day. So, yep. I mean, I don't know. Do you know about the custom GPTs coming out of OpenAI? A little bit. I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit vague on these, I'll be honest with you. Talk yeah, to me about so, them. So ChatGPT, I think we yep. all know relatively you know, well, GPT, is yep. like an open thing anyone can chat to and it just kind of pours back what it figures out from mm. its library of data, including the internet, up to a certain date. A custom GPT is where you basically say, I only want you to pull from this information. So I'll upload the tax legislation, I'll upload my personal internal firm processes, whatever it is, and now you can chat to it and it will only pull from, it'll still speak natural language, but it will pull from the data it knows. So you could do these for internal processes. So when you're onboarding a new staff member, if they've got a question, they can just write to your custom GPT and it would respond with the relevant answer based on what you've uploaded. You could do this for um, tax as well. And that's what these mm. guys have done. So I think Interesting. it's... Interesting. I really haven't looked too much into it, but Solo GPT, it's NZ focused. It's mainly, I think, for sole traders to actually type in and answer, get their tax questions answered. So I think it's one more so not to look out for from a you might use it perspective, but one to keep an eye on to say... Do you as a firm maybe want to start thinking about what could we have as a custom GPT that's ours and our brand and that we could actually help our clients with, you know, or help our staff to get up to speed as advisors or how can you use this technology? It's a good example of that, I think. Yeah, okay. Along the similar vein of that um, is a, a new little um, AI tool as well called Eva. 
which is by Itani. Um, oh, yeah. And they are doing a similar thing as well. I caught up with um, Cameron Lynch just recently in relation to that. And Eva is basically a little um, a little AI bot that sits in terms of like it looks at your XPM, for example, and your zero data. Um, and you can ask it, ask it questions like um, tell me what the productivity was for Jack the week beginning the 1st of November uh, for yeah, that well. week period. And you can ask it a question. It will spit out the information like instantaneously. So it takes that, I guess, that reporting to a whole new level like you know things like uh tell me what um you know the 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 clarity street group uh what you know what's their whip position sitting at for example right and you can actually ask it questions like that and it will look at the data and it'll actually spit out the answers for you so i think like that's another one that's in the similar vein that's pretty cool in relation to that space so watch that space as well it's kind of cool and now if we move uh west i don't know east west (laughs) To North America, uh, yep. obviously. Let's move around the globe, whichever the, way you want to go. <laughs> the, the US in particular is a very startup-focused country. There's heaps of good tech coming out yeah. of there. But accounting tech has never really been – we've no. been better at that. Yeah. They are starting to to pick up, though, and I think it's definitely a market worth watching. The problem for them or the problem for us, if they're the innovators, is that our market's so small to them. Yes. So, but but we're very good early adopters as well. We yeah. we are pretty adaptive. So I do I think there's an opportunity for US startups to bring their tech to Australia and New Zealand. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, what are you seeing? I know there's one called TaxDome. Do you have any experience with that? Yeah, TaxDome. I took a look at that one recently. It's a full practice management suite. It's pretty. It's bloody cool, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I looked at it and just went, oh, my gosh, it does so much. Like it integrates uh, – like it doesn't – sorry, integration, apologies. Uh, it doesn't technically integrate uh, – I believe it integrates with Intuit over in the US at the moment for obvious reasons because Intuit's such a big tax product, et cetera. They are looking at an integration with Zero as well, not as far on the roadmap. You know, it's further down the roadmap for obvious reasons based on the market that they have. But it has like, you know, inbuilt uh, document management. It has inbuilt signing solution. It has it's it's just got all of the things that we currently have in possibly different apps or what we're used to in a server application if you think about it from the AU market it has that all combined into one in a cloud product essentially so it's it's got great potential i know they've already got clients in australia uh, which is pretty cool. Um, clients are actually already using it. So they're just using zero tax, for example, or, you know, one of the other tax products out there as a standalone. They're just not integrating it, but they're using TaxDome as a practice management because it comes with, um, inter- like it comes with uh, templates for all of your letters and all of your, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like uh, it comes with uh, workflows. So your jobs and your tasks and things like that, like all the different tasks associated with it. It comes with pre-built templates. You can obviously design your own as well. Um it's a, it's, as I said, it's a, it's a fully integrated practice management suite. So workflows, invoicing, um, document management, integrated signing, a whole heap of stuff. Um, watch this space. I think if they, you know, in a couple of years time, if they actually do come to the Australian market and do look at integrating with one of the cloud tax products, it's potentially a great, uh, choice or additional choice in the marketplace for that one. So yeah, I really like it. So, Jack, um, talk to me. Here's another one. Uh, Live Flow, another one from the US. What's what's that one? So I only know about these guys because I'm, uh, I'm a somewhat advocate reader of Jason Stats newsletter and yep. he's obviously 
based in the US and they're plastered all over it. So I think they're they're a major sponsor of his, which is fine. <laughs> um, but so so I haven't used it. I, I don't know anyone in Australia and New Zealand who's using it, but it seems simple enough. It, it's kind of like Geocon, if you know yep. Geocon being the oh. connection between Zero and Google Sheets. It is effectively that, but for QuickBooks. So obviously less QuickBooks users here, so probably not a huge market for them. But mm-hmm. I did notice that their website says uh, Zero is a incoming soon. I don't Ooh, know how cool. long that's been sitting there. and I don't know how long that will take, as our last episode will allude to. Some of these things take a long time. Yep. But, I mean, I think the the concept of saying we're not going to we're not going to stop you working the way you want to work, accountants. We know you like spreadsheets. Mm. We're just going to try and help you do that better, you yeah, know, okay. by bringing in live data and making it easy for you to pull pull what you need and keep it up to date. And you know, otherwise, I think people do try and say, no, no, stop using spreadsheets. Use this because it's better. But it, that's now changing how accountants work. And and I think there's a there's a certain kind of firm who's like, yep, let's do that. Let's get rid of spreadsheets. And there's a certain kind who are like, I'm never going to let this go. So work with me, not against me. There's just so much flexibility in a sheet that you can't really replicate that in a built-for-purpose tool. So so stuff like this, which is the connector between the two, yeah, I think has a it has a space, it has a, a role to play. Yeah, awesome. Um, on the top, you mentioned Geocon. We actually use it internally at Clary Street. It's awesome. Love it. So. There's a little shout out for Geocon because I don't think we've ever covered that one. But, yeah, that's a Google sheet that connects to Zero and Zero Practice Manager. Interesting. Yeah, enough. definitely so, worth shouting out because they're yeah. actually here and you can actually use them mm-hmm. already. <laughs> so yep. probably better than anyone who's not here yet and yeah. can't use. So cool. Agreed. Um, there was another one that I spotted. I uh, had a few people talking about it in the early adopters community. Uh, it's an app called Runway. Yeah. And – I mean, at the moment, I don't know if it's an app or just a website. Uh, this okay. is some of the stuff that you get when you when you spend enough time looking at startups. You realize <laughs> that there's these startups that have these amazing websites and you try and sign up and there's just like a waiting list or whatever. And you're yeah. like, okay, does this even exist? Probably not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, which is what fine. Do you reckon, a, what's, what's Runway going to do? What have you found that you think it will do? It looks cool. Like if you go to their website, it's like a – a combination of a spreadsheet, a dashboard, Notion. It's quite a cool-looking mm. place you would go to see your numbers and whatever else and to build reports and dashboards and things. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, with a lot of this stuff, it's like until you show me you can actually do it, yeah. then I don't really want to shout out too much. You know, anyone could build a, a pretty picture on a website. So I'm sure it's more than that. You know, they say they've got a lot of funding and whatever else, which isn't always actually a good sign. Sometimes that's... Uh, a sign that they're going to waste a lot of time and a lot of money rather than be very focused. But, um, yeah, I kind of want to hold any further comment. But if you have a look at the website, it looks pretty. So if you're looking to build a new website, uh, that's probably a good place to to have a look. It looks nice. Yeah, okay, cool. What's the next one? What else have you got? This one's a bit of a bigger one, I guess. Um, It's an app called Puzzle, which is more than just an app. It is a accounting software as far as I understand it. So interesting, um, you know, it, it's not an uncommon situation where you get the classic story of how startups start is a startup founder is building a startup and they struggle with their accounting and they think, couldn't this be easier? Couldn't we build a better solution than Zero or QuickBooks? Life should be better and easier. So then they go off and build it without actually knowing how accountants think and work. 
<laughs> I don't think <laughs> these guys would be that because they've got they seem to have gotten further than that. Yeah. Um, but it seems like this is an accounting software built for startups. So basically trying to make it easier, quicker, a little bit more aligned with how you know startups look at tech and and then also having you know in inbuilt reporting on burn rates and runways and things like that stuff that you have to be reporting back to your investors on a regular basis so mm. it looks cool and i think it probably works in the us because they don't have that super tight ecosystem that we have where you've got your accounting software connected to your pm and your tax and whatever else it's it's almost like we have these golden handcuffs here because yeah. we've we're so tightly integrated Stuff like this that's cool, we can't even use because it's not fully integrated with everything. So it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter. But it's cool to be on the lookout for new GLs and new accounting tools, I think, because, you know, per some of our other conversations, we want competition here so mm. that, so that you know, Zero can continue to innovate and have a reason to. Yeah. Um, but also there's probably just, you know, there's been advancements in technology over the last 10, 15 years. So let's benefit from those too. So keeping an eye on puzzles probably... Yeah, probably one worth looking yeah. at. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point though as well around, you know, the, the the global outlook versus the what you just mentioned then, the AUNZ market. We are so tightly integrated here with the call it the zero ecosystem of apps, if that makes sense, um, that we do struggle to actually think about, you know, unless it integrates, do we actually really want it, that kind of thing. And I, I suffer from that greatly. But, you know, the global market doesn't suffer from that nearly as much. They are quite, you know, they are quite content with having standalone products. Like the UK market, they don't care that they have, you know, one product for this that doesn't talk to the next and they just do things separately. It's it's like that's just easy. They don't whinge about it. They don't whine about it and they're quite content to have multiple options. So I don't know. It's an interesting thought process around uh, as many integrations and things. Do we need them all? I still say yes. I definitely still say yes. Um, it's the juggle because you you get major efficiencies from it, but yeah, you also exactly. lock yourself in. So you're yep. now stuck. So if something really cool comes around, you can't even use it because you are so uh, yeah you, you're stuck in your your ecosystem. So it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing. But yeah, I agree. Double edged sword. Um, before we come closer to home, what I wanted to actually touch on is why don't we ever see apps coming from Europe or Asia? Just I, as a general, just as a generalization, I'm like, I'm, I mean, there are some because I'm a little bit closer to the UK, and there are definitely yeah. European apps. Um, you know, we've worked with a few that were, you know, uh, in the Nordics, and that yeah, seems cool. to be a place. I, I think there's there's only certain areas that have similar. I suppose I, I suppose I look at like Commonwealth countries as yeah. as having quite similar tax systems. Uh, so accountants play a similar role in mm. Australia and New Zealand and the UK and Canada. Yep. Even to the US, it's quite different. Um, and then you go, yeah, you go to Asia or you go to Europe and you've got, you know, you've got another hundred that are all yeah. operating differently and have different systems. And um, so I think there's just that, that. Yeah, good call out. Yeah, I, I think it's that. That's my. Um, so bringing it a little bit closer to home, um, what's new on the horizon in the AU market? Because we've, we've both got a couple here. Yeah, I mean, one or so two that I'll call out off the bat. One is uh, BVO Pro, so Business Valuations Online Pro. Business Vals has been around for a while, and Brett, the, the guy behind it, has done business valuations for a very long time, forensic accountant, all these things. So he's an expert at it, and he's mm -hmm. built a tool for himself to use. And now he's like, actually, I'm just going to make this a tool that people can subscribe to and use themselves. So you can 
sign up and do your own business valuations for your clients or you could do appraisals. So mm -hmm. if you don't want the risk of a vow, you could just do an appraisal and you're not signing off to say anything sort of super formal. And you can also do it and then you can send it to them to review and formalize as well. So Yeah, that's cool. Um, the, the kind of the, the play there is obviously valuations, but yeah. also by making it super low cost, it means that as an advisor, potentially you could be doing valuations with your clients on a regular basis and showing them Look, if we start to put these things in place, look at your valuation going up. Look at look mm. at your actual potential exit one day is now worth $500,000 more than when we started. That is the value I'm offering you through my services. So it's oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's some long-term upside there. Mm. Um, and the other app I'll mention is Brief. We've spoken about Brief previously. They are in the business advisory and advisory meeting space. So super nice, clean, simple product to use. Uh, you know, basic, super easy pricing too. So, you know, you can kind of get started with a few clients and then you can ramp it up as you do more and more advisory. So if you're doing regular advisory sessions, monthly, quarterly, or even, you know, biannually or something like that, you need some way to kind of manage that. And, you know, how, how can I have the conversation with my client and be well prepared and know what's on their mind? They have a cool feature where basically before you have a meeting, their system can automatically send out a check-in to your client, say a week before, and the check-in just has some simple questions. It's kind of, Andrew Andrew talks a lot about his question stack. It's kind of like sending yep. your question stack out to your client the week before your meeting so that you actually know what's on their mind, what's keeping them up at night, what's causing them difficulty, and that yep. way you can be well prepared for your meeting. And it's also trying to solve some of the challenges advisors have with bringing younger staff in to do yeah. it because you allow them to be more prepared so they feel more comfortable in the meeting. They're not winging it so much. So there are a couple from my side. What about you? Um, I have Cloud Connect, which is a new, a new one. I might have mentioned that a couple of times as well throughout previous episodes. Cloud Connect with a K for cloud, um, another practice management platform. Um, again, um, started uh, with the need for better than what's out there at the moment. Um, so it's much better than what is uh, from Cloud Connect is basically, you know, it's practice management. It doesn't connect from a tax perspective yet I believe however they are working on that to zero tax uh, it does connect though from an invoicing perspective works the same way as what zero practice manager does you create an invoice it pushes to your zero file automatically I'm pretty sure it also pushes to I think they've got a QuickBooks integration automatically as well it's got uh, document management integrated with it as well and I think that they can integrate with SharePoint at the moment or OneDrive um, but watch this space on that one because I believe that they're also going to try and tackle the multi-entity aspect as well so that will be kind of cool um, from Cloud Connect. Um, and another one that I came across was Hero Blue, um, which is just a, a, a new little app, um, uh, finance schedule generation, and it's a storage tool. So that one, that one's just a cute little app. One of our clients actually um, uh, actually designed that one. So that's kind of cool. Um, what else have you found? Uh, someday, I think the Carbon Accounting app, mm -hmm. that's one to keep an eye on as well. Yep. I've I've been watching this space with interest, thinking, mm, do small business owners really have, you know, they're just trying to survive and make money. Do, do they really <laughs> want to worry about carbon accounting? But yeah. I, I see more and more that they're, they're going to get caught up in the supply chain of the, the big players who do yeah. have to care about it. So a Coles or a Woolworths, they just won't work with anyone who, who they can't get reliable carbon accounts from mm. because they have to report to their, you know, uh, CSR kind of stuff, corporate social responsibility that mm. they are meeting 
requirements. So it, it's going to be a trickle-down effect, which may take a while to happen, but uh, it's interesting space nonetheless. Yes, interesting. Uh <laughs> let's not open up that sounds like you have no perspective or opinion on this so let's let's keep going to the next step uh finlet um have brought out another one so finlet um they create accounting tools so they've got a couple uh their most recent one is subsync uh which is um a pretty cool little tool, and we actually use it internally as well um it's a connection between um your stripe account and your zero account and it basically allows you – so when you actually take a payment from Stripe uh, through, say, you know, you have something on your website and you, and you Stripe as your payment gateway, it doesn't actually create an invoice and push an invoice across to zero technically. So what uh, Subsync has done has taken that on board and they've basically done that, which means that your reconciliation, it actually creates an invoice. It create, it also takes care of the fees associated um, as well. So – uh, that's a pretty cool little tool. If nothing else, it means that you can actually have a real invoice associated with a payment rather than just a bank rule set up as to, you know, that's where my Stripe account's going and that's where the Stripe fees are going. I think I explained that one correctly. Jack, anything? Yeah. 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 yeah cool. No, that no, sounds good. Cool. Um, cool. What's on the horizon? Because we've got a few, we've got a couple more. Yeah, so super rapid fire on these guys. Um, these are just apps that are still in the making that I'm aware of yep. um, through early adopters hub. So 445 is a, a UK-based month-end automation tool. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on those guys for if or when they get to beta and, you know, you want to sign up. You've got TaxTorch, which is still being built as well, UK-based. It's a tax, pl- tax planning tool, yep. um, which I think has some cool. good initial feedback too. And then you've got Formula, which is Formula spelt without an A at the end. So F-O-R-M-U-L-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of a sheet sheet style forecasting tool so uh, trying to find the 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 middle ground between a spreadsheet and a forecasting tool and cool good friends out of adelaide building that so um keen to see where they take it but yeah, yeah no, awesome. that's, that's pretty much it from me oh Gosh, that's nice. it's been great I've, I've loved traveling around the world now it makes me want to go overseas again actually i want to travel um thank you for that jack what's your takeaway any any anyone that you're really excited about Takeaways end of end of the season, and um, you know, so you can if you want go for a, go for a trip, get around, and um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to some travel too, and seeing a whole bunch of accountants and startups and stuff. I don't know, I don't know. I'm Likewise. excited. I just I just have enjoyed the episode. So yeah, I have too. Thank you so much, Jack. It's been great, and as always, thanks to our listeners. See you next season. See ya. Bye. Hey team, it's Ali and Andrew from All Aussie Accounting Adventures here. I hope you really enjoyed this episode with Amy and Jack. What did you think, Andrew? Oh, stunning as always. The two of them (laughs) are brilliant minds and are brilliant communicators. So we hope that you have got some incredible learnings out of this episode. And if you'd like to continue to follow us, make sure you check out our website. Find us on the socials. You'll see Accounting Adventures or look for All Aussie Accounting Adventures wherever good stuff can be found, whether that's conferences, whether that's websites, whether that's podcasts or social media. Remember to share it around, my friends. Like, review. We love that stuff. So come on, join the adventures with us. Yes.